right? Or, and then the fourth, probably most important one is that men have to demand that you like have to like you back. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Hi, I'm Brendan James. I'm Ricardo Mitchell, the social sage. I am DJ Aaron868. It has to be yeah. reciprocal. That, 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 that's a right? really, so, really well said, you know, Yeah, so there are a lot of, of reasons. And when you have all of these things going on there, plus there are less eligible single men out there, then of course you'll find women. And because the other part of society says, oh my gosh, you're, you're 30 and you, you're not in a relationship yet. You're not married yet. What, what, what is that about? Something must be wrong with you, right? Then there, and there are women who say, well, oh gosh, well, I have everything else set. I have my car, I have my home, I have my job, right? But I don't have this one thing, this relationship. Then they go into this thing of, okay, there must be some sort of deficiency in me. So maybe I should just take what I get. I get an older, da, 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 da. And what you find is that there are women who will tell you, well, I'd rather take 10% of a of a man that does not have one at all 10 right? of zero 100 of zero is zero thank you right. right so there are so many reasons why there are single women there are women who are particular stages and they're unmarried or they're not in relationships you know but it doesn't mean that they don't want it yeah. so the question is now why are the men not stepping up in that sense or why are there not more men stepping up in that sense um, okay, so can I thank you for coming yeah, to my yeah, 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 Jill, like, yeah. So yeah, um, Jill touched on hmm. everything. Um, I just wanted to piggyback on what she said about the checklist. So these high-performing females that we've produced out of the wave of feminism, that was a reaction to girls being left behind the last mm -hmm. century or so. Now you have a high-achieving, very driven female who believes and expects that she gets everything. She gets a job, car, the house, and she gets a Prince Charming too, right? Um, so the expectations are essentially a, a checklist of things, ideal, that I need. Um, and society has also um, added or contributed to that. So now it's, it's a bit of a cycle where if you are a successful woman, you must have it all. So you have this have it all culture placed now on women that we contributed ourselves, right? But society has now taken up the mantle and it's way the, the, the horse has left the stable, right? Um, so to answer Caro, I think it's because, um, because of that. So I want it all. I want the career, the kids. I mean, and that's a whole other conversation in terms of the amount of pressure and dysfunction that that is creating. And imbalance, correct. right? Um, but that is why women are still looking for Prince Charming for, for, for the man because he's he's on the list, right? He's an, a, a, an asset on the list. And it's also sometimes why there, there are so many problems because if you're working with a list, then you're already working with a kind of cookie cutter kind mm -hmm. of template and people don't fall into this template because of course, you know, the, the myth or the, the, the real that a lot of women have their whole wedding they planned out by the, the time they're 10 the 15, the yeah. right so we work in now with templates and ideas um and then we meet a prince charming you know but he isn't within that 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 item on the checklist we have subheadings 
Prince Charming needs to be this and that. And he has to do what I tell him to do when I want him to do because he loves me. And so I'm a princess. And we have all of that going on too. Now on the flip side, we have boys being raised as, as my prince, as you know, right? right? So we have prince meeting princess. But my mom does always say, people will be like, oh, there's your one child as your princess. And she's like, yeah, well, whatever. There's a princess, there's a servant. So no, she's my one child, but she's not a princess, right? And she raised me as such. So the eyeball mentality, how we raise our children, it now adds to the things that these children are going into marriage expecting. I expect you to treat me like my mom. My mom cooked for me. My mom did everything for me. And this is what you do when you love me. That's the love language I know. And I expect you to do what I say because my daddy just do everything for me and give me what I want and listen to me when I need to, right? I don't care what he going through right because i am his princess so i that's a love language i understand so a lot of people go into marriage and relationships expecting those things and not understanding that this is not um parental love this is not the love that you've known all your life and nobody has prepared you for relationship love right um so there's a lot to, to unpack there in terms of why things are going wrong but also why why women are still driven to look for for that for men even though yeah we're independent we have everything we want right three snaps etc but um but but society and the way we, we we have become wired because of these 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 things within our society is what i i have seen it to be Agreed. And that actually was kind of lends itself to the question I was going to ask the gentleman. Um, in terms of society, you know, you have this thing where um, men, I think, are encouraged by other men um, or by parents, both mothers and fathers, you know, just, you know, um, just enjoy yourself. You don't have to settle down too fast. You know, just play the field, you know, be out there. And then when you get older, you can settle down. So is that something that men really do? Do you just, you know, you're wild and you're out there and then when you're probably hit, you know, they always talk about the biological clock for women. But I do think that there is a point in time when men are like, okay, I probably should settle down now. Some men, not all men, right? Because some men, Peter Pan syndrome, the boy who never grew up and they still out there at 65, right? <laughs> with people, girls, with people, daughters. But, <laughs> but is it true? <laughs> Is it true that, you know, that is what you think a lot of, of your compatriots are being a BU, um, but that they do, that you just cannot be out there in your while and when you're ready, because, you know, you could find somebody who would be white material. You just do it up, up until a particular point and then you look for, you know, for the wife. I am going to break the rules of progressive conversation by responding to your question with a question, but I'm going to pose it to my companions because one is an economist and one is an accountant. Gentlemen, let's assume that one had a building. Would you generate more money by selling the building to an individual buyer or by renting it to multiple tenants? And I actually want an economic and accountant response to it because i don't want it to come across as an analogy when it's just a fact and um, i ain't saying nothing i oh, feel no. i feel like oh. because because it's a trap that you're laying ricardo and that's oh. all i'm like gonna that. say ricardo that's all like that ricardo you play ricardo, be playing and say what you need to see ricardo that's, i ain't like that you come today with a pitchfork and a shovel no way <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think I, I drank my coffee too close to the to the um interview. How no, but, no, but seriously, answer the question: Where where do you obtain more value from an individual buyer or from re- multiple tenants? It depends on the contractual agreement which you enter in with the multiple tenancy. If you have an individual buyer that wants to buy that building for, let's say, a million dollars, the value of that million dollars will depreciate from the moment you get it in hand. Right. But if you lease it out over shorter terms to multiple persons, Mm -hmm. you can accumulate more income over a greater lifespan. Okay. So what you're saying... Yeah, yeah, on a greater economic scale, Brendan, what, what you would say to that question? I mean, it is a perfect answer. The only other thing I'll add to that, it depends on the market. You have to right. look at your market conditions are happening around you and depending on the conditions, you make a decision. Right. So if as a prime piece of real estate where there is greater demand than there is supply, right? What incentive does the owner of this real estate have to sell when there are so many people willing to rent and even sublet? It's not believed. The, the maintenance of the property now goes from being on you to the people who paying you to be there. The, the fact remains, a man is not challenged by having multiple tenants because you know what? At the end of the day, you could get an easy eviction because it have real people looking for a two-bedroom and a two-and-a-half bath in Marabella slash Gasparillo. Right? I'm just saying that at the end of the day, one of the reasons that a man doesn't have to maintain the standard of monogamy and um, marriage ultimately, or whichever direction it's going in, the fact remains that a lot of people are willing to deal with what they get. Because as we so uh, beautifully said earlier, piece of something better than a whole or nothing. So the fact remains that there is a market that is also supporting what these gentlemen are doing. I'm not saying they're right for it, but I'm saying that the market supports it. Uh, I could give up market. Well, go ahead here. Sorry. I'm trying to to, to catch your your, your train of of thought there, Ricardo, right? And while I do understand where you're coming from, with there being a market for the 10%, right? Or as Ansel Rouget would say, a market for the balance. I do not agree that if one values himself, he will put himself into the market for the balance. I, as you alluded to earlier, we may not be the best representation of the male population of Trinidad and Tobago or the world. And I will say, as a man, I have many brethren. And any brethren I see that want to be part of the balance... I pulling up his socks because no brethren of mine is supposed to value himself so lowly that he would want to be spread apart like Marjorie. You should be, I, I know that's a bad thing, but you should be that stick of butter in one person's life. <laughs> no water down the punching, right? <laughs> nah, no, no water down. You know, as Kivo would say, if, if I'm a glass of puncha creme, and when you knock it, you're here and then knocking the, the ice on the side of the glass, that is not puncha creme. A man says, Kivo, say that, you know. Let's see you why I don't get mad. I have that on record about seven times since December here, and I'm hurt. I'm muted myself. Please do. Thank you. Right? <laughs> if, if, if I was to compare a man to a glass of puncha creme, 
And once you put a woman in there with him, if, if he's able to say, nah, but I have room for one more, or I could add one more, or I could add one more, then he's not a good punchaker. He's not thick enough. He doesn't have enough substance. I don't, I don't subscribe to it. real estate. They will yeah. run down your property in no time, all these multiple tenants. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, because there's no maintenance or standard, yo. Exactly. Um, and, and, and to add to the real estate equation, Ricardo, if you see a property, a prime piece of real estate on the on high street, on sale for 10 years straight, you don't think it have a problem with the building? Fair enough. That's Fair how, enough. That, that's how I will end it. There had to be a problem with that building if it's on sale so much. Um, I want to agree with what, what, what Aaron is saying. Um, but I want to say that Aaron is talking about what should be the thinking and Cardo is talking about what oftentimes is the reality mm-hmm. right yeah um and i want to take it of course as a teacher of boys i can my, my experience as a teacher always informs me because of who i teach and seeing them at that secondary level at that formula that teenage level um i hear boys I have come across boys in 15 to 18, 17 age group talking like like um, Iran. Um, and then when I delve deeper, because I, I talk to my students a lot in and out of the classroom, the thing that makes a difference is these the, the boys that talk like Iran have a lot of male mentorship. They speak to older men. They move with older men. They have uncles. They have... They, they, and they behave maturely, not necessarily quiet maturely, eh? big man maturely, like they will run the whole class. Hey, come to you, so and so and so and so and so. They might be the most miserable. So I'm not talking that they behave in an exemplary manner, but they behave like big men because they have a lot of big men role models. And these men tend to pass on that kind of knowledge. So what Aaron is talking about comes with a certain amount of either mentorship or experience. Right? So the age that y'all are at right now, y'all can see these things. But on the flip side, I have uh, many students who will say, yeah, more girl, the better, blah, 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 blah. And very, very often, not all the time, sometimes they go in with what they're hearing in hip hop, what our society preaches as a good thing. But very often they don't have any kind of real meal template. They're growing up with mommy, mommy eyeball, right? And they they are in that 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 place. But it, it had it struck me and it, it took me talking a lot to the boys. I'd be like, he real managed. But very often when you talk to them about relationships and love, their perspective is so much more mature, right? As as miserable and as mannish as we will call them. They will tell you, I want a wife. I want one wife. I don't have time with no such a me and girl, miss. Nah, I'm looking for a nice, decent girl. And I'll be like, wow. But I have come across, I mean, I'm, I'm teaching 13 years now. So I, I've come across that as a trend. So I think it all goes back as well to, to male presence and how important it is to hear older male voices passing on these kinds of... And, and Brendan spoke about it earlier too. He said he... He was, he spoke to a lot of older men, right, who expressed to him not just what they did right, but what they did wrong. I think we we don't realize how much of that women get 
we get aunties and mummies and everybody all hands on. They will call. I hear you. You're studying that boy because so and so and so and so study your work with this. It's a everybody. All the females cloud around, crowd sorry around this girl in our family. So we have a, tr- a very strong tradition of, of 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 female mentorship, aunties and and big sisters and everybody who older than you that takes interest in you. But boys often operate in a vacuum, and then they grow up to be men who are stunted because of that vacuum. And it takes now, when you say when they old gel gel gel, when they they older now, they have lived. So they have gotten some time to formulate things that they could have get earlier, but they have to now go through a time frame to discover it themselves, you know? So that's why you see a lot of older men deciding to settle down, which is a whole other conversation in itself. At 50. 50 plus, you know? You so know, that's my two cents. I, I, I love what you said this year, and I love how you brought the music aspect into it. And Ricardo would know about this with me. This is why I don't play certain types of music because of the message in the music. And while you were saying what you said just now, I decided to Google one of the trending artists who is Prince Sony. And he has a song called Catch 22. And the chorus of the song is, say she have a man, me have a girl too. And I think that is the line that a lot of the younger persons may be looking up. Me looking for nothing serious. I find somebody who has somebody. And what kills me is that they are at a formative stage in their lives where they can't decipher that that statement is not the best. Right? That statement is not the best. So, as, as Brendan said, you know, if you have that lack of a male role model, you will go with what the environment dictates. And if the music you are listening to says, me get girl easy, or whatever it could be, I can't remember, I don't even listen to half the things that play now. You will do that and implement that in your life. But if you could learn that, okay, me get girl easy is not the way to go, or decipher the sense from the nonsense, you would say, yeah, boy, it's just a song. Or, kind of like yeah. a horn and fizz. Um, I get so mad. I hear that on 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 one of them um on a band with you know yesterday. You know and who I loves that mad. song, Ricardo? Your friend. I got so mad. You see when my voice start um inflect like that unnecessarily, you know I'm mad. But I get so <laughs> mad. Peter, which... That that song. No, honestly, I I understand the song. I don't live by it, but I like the song. It have a Wait, catchy but... hook. Five-year-olds going to be running around singing that song, brother man. What the mentality going to be at 15? But Come again, on. this is what we are talking about just anyway, now. With, posit- with positive role models, with more male role models, you'll be able to decipher that that song is just a song and not a way of life. As opposed to in the older days when you'd hear Papa was a rolling stone. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah, man, you know what they say? All he left us was alone, you know. That's all he leave, you know. There, there, there was a consequence to it. When he right. died, all he left us was alone, brother. That's, man. A, that's how we do it. No, again, that just goes to we'll watch Brandon. Right? That just goes to show <laughs> with the imp, with the impact of music. Sometimes is we don't really catch the whole message. 
we just catch that one punchline. Mm. A horn in first. What I do wrong again? Papa was a rolling stone. What is love? But you don't remember the line after that is, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. And that's why we just end up with, I, 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 I was checking out and she was checking in. I don't know if you know that far back, Iran, but... No, sorry. Yeah. No, no but, but could, you, could you love Ratchet music and still be... Because I, I, I love the, the gospel according to the future. I mean, it's not me. Dang, Brandon. <laughs> I ain't looking at that. I love, but no judgment. Well, no judgment. But I love a little trap music and future. I love my future. Right, but that is. But you have had it. You have had you. You have had an environment that that gave you and fed you uh, uh, overarching narrative that is against that. So your appreciation is purely on the world. It says ratchet, yes, right. And you you are able to put it in a category ratchet, and you know that that's not your life, right? But so again, it ties back to. To your influence and what 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 influences you have and how strong those influences are to counteract or to to balance the, the ones that you might be facing outside. No, and just it's... just in defense of, of boys, because I, I always defend them, I also see a trend where boys are so so much so should I say naive from four, from three. They love that love, and, and men have explained that to me. Teachers who we, we all teach the same boys that that first love is so real. But the irony is, when men are boys are experiencing that first extreme love girl, I'll die for this girl, she's the ideal. We have been socialized to be like, don't study them boys. Boys just have once a girl all over the place, study a book. So there is a huge mistrust of, of boys and what this, this unknown entity is from the same aunties and nieces. I mean, it works. So very often, I remember myself at form four, form three. I have no idea what power I could yield. I have no idea um, how serious this boy who making a little card or buying or whatever. He real serious, but in my mind, I hear in my mommy. Who is saying they have plenty of little girlfriends all over the place? You study your work, these boys not easy. Blah, 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 blah. So as all, I also I always say God is a kind of comedian because just when a man in that very early stage might be ready and all in is when we we really not even aware or, or take it seriously. We talk to our friends and kind of grin like you buy a card. <laughs> Yeah, yeah cool, sure. We wouldn't laugh, you know, but it's more like a, a course. Like, look, you know, it's real sweet. I'm not really into him. But that boy, he there. He's at that point that we wish when we're 30 something, we could meet a man. We'll make a at cap, that point. Yeah. But also, they're so afraid after that. You see that first burn, that first rejection? I have seen boys tell themselves after that, I am that never feeling this pain again. Because I also tell my friend, my, my female friends, the women have an interest in relationship with pain. We can rationalize it. We like to say we're strong. But if you think physically, everything we go through, childhood, we kind of wired. And we kind of more resilient with mental anguish and, and going back in, right? So we will get heartbreak and we might still try a few times, bitter and, and, and what have you. But I've seen boys tell themselves honestly and live by that. Never again. You see, this feeling I feel now, 
Never again. Everything after that becomes a kind of scab, just to make sure you could reach you could reach fire, but you're never gonna reach hair because this Nobody is the worst feeling in the world. Nobody so there's a kind of mismatch in the timing, and it's very very sad. So very often we as women are encountering men who have had their own kind of trauma, um, and and the, again the time the, the alignment is is, is off. Well, see, and I think that's a cycle, you know, because they always say, you know, what is it first? Does a, is it because a man who has been hurt, he then hurts a woman and then she becomes cold hearted. And so she hurts men and then she, you know, in turn turns this nice guy. I think at the end of the day, it still comes down to decisions, you know? So yes, all of these things do make, um, they do make an impact, right? But people have to decide. You know, you have to decide, okay, this person hurt me. I'm going back out there again. Am I going to allow myself to be vulnerable to a certain extent? Or, you know, what are you what are you going to do with it? So I feel like, especially, go ahead. I'm just thinking gender-wise, I see a trend with women being better able to, to make that leap. Um, and boys probably, again, through not, having that mentorship them older men to guide you through it you know to you know not having that to stay because from what i've heard all trauma all 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 dysfunction is is in childhood is in early right and and you kind of live in it follows through and it builds and builds and builds so there is a, a an ability i think in in, in females to make that leap and that that cognizant thing okay yeah that was that but i'm going in again and i'm hopeful for it and i want this to work but it's true what you're saying because a relationship is a decision um and there's a kind of maturity that you have to pull yourself into when you're making that decision or else you're wasting your time her time everybody's time and even even before that as you were saying you know with the girls yes a lot of our parents would have been like yeah you know books before boys but we all we all know we had friends who were not about our life so mm. the same way that boys were all in i know girls around that age who were also all in you know whether who who it was with <laughs> sorry but you know so that's the thing so i think it really i don't feel it's it's necessarily uh a fair thing in that sense to say well you know it's because around that age when they're hard pressed for it we may not be but see aaron has his hand up he even <laughs> put his hand up on the thing Right. Um, I, I, I love the points which y'all are bringing across and I just want to bring a male, add a male perspective to it here. So for men, yes, that first heartbreak is hard. And it's hard to say after that, I'm going to give that same level of energy into the next relationship and then the next and the next. At some point, you will get tired. But what I will say to my male listeners and counterparts is that you also need to tend to break that curse. Because you can't keep toting the heartbreak from the past forward into every relationship. Now, I also say there's no need to jump from relationship to relationship. So if you break up with somebody now, that don't mean get into a relationship the next day. Take time to heal. Your time to heal may be a day, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could be three years. However long your time to heal is, you need to heal. But don't try to tote the hurts from the past into the next. Give each relationship its due energy. Try no. to break down curses. No. Yeah, Aaron, I get, the thing I, is, sorry, just no, go ahead, sorry, 
just but who is who is taking boys through that process that's that's my point right and jail i i understand what you're saying but but my my real point is we have a, a system in place more likely to be able to to get help through that that first heartbreak that whatever Agreed. but we have a society a society a lack of, of voices for boys um and mentorship and spaces where men talk to boys about things and that feeds directly into how how relationships end up because boy, girls are supported right probably out of need eh? because as you said it's a backlash to things that have happened like for decades centuries etc but it has reached a point where there is an imbalance in the support that boys have and the support that that girls have going into growing into women and men and then entering now into relationships so what Aaron is saying is what boys need to hear but often they no. ever do before you come Ricardo and oh. um, Brenda we always say as as you said at this earlier Ricardo we are not the typical examples So we are here to be the example that we didn't have. So in another in another capacity Ricardo and I are involved in our past students association where we mentor young men. Because we want to see the next generation of men do better. And the onus is on the other males in our society to try to do the same. Oh. Oh, Aaron, you see I, I get I get where the conversation has gone and I understand the importance of it because you know what Sion you you're right you all do have a different type of system in terms of getting you through that emotional recovery or emotional direction and this is why we have to take the opportunities where what we're saying is not that it doesn't exist you know but you know what happens in a group of friends you have that partner who is the voice of reason or you have that partner who out of the whole clip he's the one who trying to hold the line and quite frankly being the guy that trying to hold the line you're outnumbered so it's not that the information not available it's just not popular the the concept not common and it god willing is introduced into groups but the value of that particular perspective doesn't really kick in until much later i want to pose okay. a question really quickly guys in we all have different circles of friends and this is to the my two other gentlemen ricardo zoom are you the voice of reason in your circle pardon <laughs> you know okay. what era no let, let, let me phrase it better for ricardo right yes in my circle of friends they call me responsible era right are you responsible ricardo are you responsible brandon they actually call me the israeli for a different reason but what <laughs> what happens is listen here to be frank with you i try to be responsible in every environment that i am in that is who i have been that is who i'm god willing going to be going forward and the fact remains that in over time i've developed a circle where a lot more people are trying to be responsible and to short answer at a point in time but honestly i i i've actually gotten to a point where i'm trying to say less to people who don't want to hear it and that's an unfortunate thing sooner or later you get to a point where listen i could keep shouting at this unresponsive rock or i could start speaking to the sponges that's that you still have a chance with so in, in my circle 
I I do even I do in my circles I don't say anything to anybody. I don't say anything to anybody. I'm trying to use my voice enough to reach the people who don't have someone saying it to them. So is I yes or no? It's who I am, but not where I'm doing it. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, a, a reflection to me. It, it really depends on the scenario that is in front of you, because there are times there are certain things that I will um, jump off the jump off the line and be like, ah. You know, and I have a, a, a unique and, and I'll take a hardline perspective. And then I have to have one of my friends kind of pull me aside and say, listen, that is, that is not that is not how we operate. And you need to see this thing in, from different points of view. And then for them, depending on what the situation is, they might jump off the, the line and be like, listen, X, Y, Z. And this is just my perspective. And I had to be like, listen, no, no, no. You know, so I, I guess it depends on, on, on the scenario. And kind of like what Carlos says, who, who you have around you um, in that, um, so that the people who are around you, you, you could be that for them. And when you need it, they could be that for you, you know? I, um, I have a question for Maria, right? And here the trick behind us, right? Is a question nice. for Maria based <laughs> on what Sion said, right? Now the conversation has taken a very serious tone and in mm. true balanced nature, I want to ask you, Maria, to help us with this. If women are, are more likely than men to have this uh, collective culture of support and influence, why does the Buster Challenge have so many people uploading videos? Why does... <laughs> that, uh, that is as far left as you could go, <laughs> No, I... You know, you know the funny thing? Everybody laughing with the mic off, you know. But... <laughs> Why, why, with so much influence as to how to navigate emotional situations and societal situations, why are there so many young women doing things like the Busted Challenge? I think that's a good question for the um, resident shrink. <laughs> yeah, Jill? Let's jump on past She just threw that over here. Wow, and and, the, and my answer is I have no idea. Why why do any of these challenges get traction? Is beyond me. Same. I have now no now idea. it's onto the silhouette challenge. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a generational. I think it's more generational thing than a gender thing, you know. And I think it's it's a lot of um, narcissism mm -hmm. and liking to see myself and social media as that kind of forum. Um, there are challenges that, that, that men do. Um, I guess your targets and the fact that these challenges involve a lot of physical revolution and what have you. Yeah. So I do, get, I do get what you're saying with regards to that, but this is a very self-centered and heading to narcissistic generation because of social media. And because, as I said, there have been so much poured into girls well, we, we, we are the top of the world. I'm everything. I'm sexy. I'm brilliant. I'm just you know it all. But, but it, it's a surface thing that, that indicates that there are a lot of inadequacies underlying. And yeah, I was about to say, I think yeah. actually the opposite. I, I the, yeah, there's neediness there. I think that, you know, there's like, okay, I need to get this approval. I need to get these lights. Right, and so that is how I do things it. That's how I reinforce I, I the idea. I about myself. Yeah. yeah. If you dig deep enough, it's because I need this. And there is an ideal that I'm ascribing towards. And this is one of the, this is some of, this is one of the currencies mm. that, that will get me, buy me that. 
know? so, because one of the reasons I didn't want to take that generational thing is because when we were coming up, and I could safely say this without any fear of retribution, but my father drove a maxi. There was a culture, a mentality around girls of certain types of schools and families and a fascination with maxi drivers, touts and conductors. So the, what I'm saying is that behavior anomalous to the inputs is not just this generation's uh, narcissistic uh, inclinations. Good girls go bad. What we're asking is why do women who have so much more influence in terms of the manner in which they conduct themselves in a societally uh, acceptable manner with the intentions of maintaining a dignity and a, a sense of self that they could carry forward healthily into a relationship. Why do these types of things happen for the same I think it comes down to sorry. Bye, Maria go ahead for me I think it it comes down to who you are and how you see yourself and your level of self respect and self-esteem you know um we uh, I can't speak fully for this younger generation at all and then furthermore when I was in in convent my mother taught in these schools so I was always really well behaved so um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really the, the best person but you know I think at the end of the day when it comes to anything it comes to it, it, it depends on how you see and value yourself and whatever your past was whatever circumstances and trauma happened before or whatever you know either people decide that they are going to love and value who they are uh, or they don't, you know, and or they never come to terms with that. So I agree with Sion. It is a different kind of generation. And even in our, in, in, in my day back then, you know, it, it, it depends, people are searching for whatever validation that they may not be getting, something that they need to, that that's empty within them that that needs to be filled i think and they 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 are misguided i think as to how to get that and i think they need to come to a point everybody needs to come to a point where you say this is me this is great and get to get to that 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 particular point but i think unless you don't and you you're seeking approval from everybody and anybody in order for you to feel some semblance of validation of who you are then you you're gonna you're not gonna yeah you miss the mark i think you yeah. have to get to that point, yeah. Just to, and I, I don't want to put this on mm -hmm. women only. Eh? I, That's right. This is men too. Eh? I, my brother's <laughs> a teacher. My brother's a teacher like Sion and had to deal with a situation. I'm not going to give details. But I had right. to deal with that catfish situation with some young men. Right? So I'm putting this... I, I, I think it's both. At least in this generation. And maybe the generation before. I think Carlos right. I mean... Um, because there are situations that Carly described with men, um, not Maxi, but other situations that we could draw upon, I'm sure. Sorry, go ahead. No, I think that's an excellent point. You know, just it kind of flows into what Maria. Um, sorry, guys, my mom's loud. Um, <laughs> that good thing, that good thing. Yes. Um, just it kind of uh, lends to what Maria was saying. It just it depends on your person as well. You know, everybody, a lot of people thought I was going to go very wild and bad when I went to UE because I was very good in secondary school and I, I grew up in church and all of those things. And I behaved myself, you know, like I was fine. So I think it really comes down to the choices that you make and where you're looking for this validation. And why I brought in Brandon's point was because, you know, 
you can have everything and you can think that you're the good person and that you have all these things going for you and as a woman but there's still something in you that says you know i'm not this unless other people say it. we're humans we whether we like it or not we look for validation you don't think you're smart unless you do well in exams mm. right you don't think you're a valued employee unless maybe you're getting paid a certain amount or you have a particular title or how the boys might respond to you if you're a teacher or whatever it is as human beings we look for external sources of validation now it may be in varying degrees but we all look for it right so coming from that now if i'm up if i'm a woman but i just feel like okay i supposed to be such a good person but nobody into me but maybe i realize that the girls with the better bodies getting you know more attention right i'm not checking to see what kind of attention or if it's going to result in a relationship but i kind of just want that higher when i feel and i want to know that if i best it really is because all these men probably into me or tracking me or whatever and that might mean making a video and doing a stupid challenge, you know? So yeah. it just, I think for different people, it's different things, you know? But we all seek that 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 sort of, of, of approval from others, whether we're aware of it or not. That's and love, the, love. Thing about, the thing about social media is that the validation now is like on steroids. I can yeah. get in seconds, in minutes, likes, yes. physical manifestation, thumbs up or not. That's hearts. right. Mm-hmm. So whereas the Maxi Conductor girls, their Ooh. likes was in the maxi conductor liking me like a big woman and he's a big man so that's yeah. a pips the forum now is like you could get 10 times as like cocaine yeah to, right so it's it, it really is a high and there's, there's studies mm-hmm. that indicate that right i've had students who check in every every lunchtime break time to see how if their likes went up yeah. and it's not just we like to say our generation sees as vanity but there is an addiction yeah. building there and it's yeah. serious. And and if they don't get the likes, I had a student flipping out because he had to, he wanted to see if the school Wi-Fi was working properly because he put something up and there's only like two likes and literally we had to physically yeah. deal with this child. He's in form three. And he is he is in a state of anxiety because the amount of likes he thought he would have gotten for something, it did not pay off. And then you also have the obsession with making it big very quickly um mm. these people make money these yeah. there is there's a monetary factor there and they all want to be internet youtube whatever stars that is literally we thinking lawyer and doctor no this is the forum that they want to make their money and have their fame and their fortunes building on too my question or to bring it back to the relationship thing what happens when um Afisha, Pondy Live decides to go into a relationship. She needs likes. How can I, I, Kwesi or Kyle or whoever, maintain this like culture that she has, has, has built for herself and vice versa? So you're seeing another aspect in, in the younger relationships where I, I have so many younger friends who their relationship is fine online right it's great on facebook it's wonderful on ig but but it's it's in shambles because both of them are are literally that's the obsession how things look the visual the optics of it um that's that's the culture that this like and whatever your social media reality and then the reality of your relationship is 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 empty it's not even i can't even say it's negative it's just empty 
So there's nothing there to really keep you. And you're really just an actor on a, or two actors on a stage after a certain amount of time, you know? See, and as you said out there, right, one of the things that is happening as well, right, because you, uh, a woman may have gotten accustomed to a certain amount of attention and a certain type of attention when she was single and, you know, Pondy Live and OnlyFans and all them kind of things. And then she ends up in a relationship. She has to still get the same fix. She still has to get the same fix. So what you get now is that there's a, a instant demand on the, her partner to provide a relationship that's going to provide that fix. So yeah, now you, you, you go That's from different. just being able to cook and that being good enough to you have to plate it in a certain way and light some candles and sprinkle some flowers so that she could get the same feedback from society for the relationship she is in. What about so, her? She also has, she's put herself in a situation. She had a look like she's looking under her life right through. That's what get me here, babe. Correct. I don't want to see you, you looking anything less. Thank you. you mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of the levels to this this culture that's building with the online and the social media, etc. Because now people have to live permanently under certain standards. Right? And I see with my students. I see with my daughter. Yeah. She doesn't even want to put on her camera. She's cute, she's nice. I mean, I'm not being biased, my child. But she's I'm like, Malina. what's the problem? Is there, <laughs> is there, is there self-esteem? I'm, I'm asking, is there self-esteem? I'm asking myself. So I'm looking and I'm realizing they don't want to make one misstep, right? If if there's something that might be off, one piece of hair sticking out or whatever, and somebody just screenshot that, that's you out there forever, 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 forever. So there's so many high standards, right? That they're placing on themselves now because everything impossibly is that visual, impossibly to be perfect all the time, to look perfect all the time, and that's another thing that's seeping into modern day relationships. Yeah. Because both men, men have it bad. You meet a girl and you expect her to look like that all the time. They wake up face, they put on weight after a baby. They, what what is that? That's maybe. not the reality that I, I mean, bought into. Put on weight before baby. I know. Gonna say, yeah, oh, put, exactly. Put, put, put on weight generally. Again, older. <laughs> I don't know about that. What's this? I uh, that picture is what I fell in love with. You know what? Going and you what, sell what me that dream, so I vex. <laughs> we we can't even fake a flat tire, right? And kneel down with a with a wheel spanner and hand you a ring and ask you to marry me again because you know what? She sees somebody fly the the woman to some ferris wheel in las vegas and have somebody skydive hey, with hey, a hey, ring hey. in his hand or some kind of hey, keep me- it local nakado all right you, you know what local you you had a you had you had a rent out the whole of the, the, the wild fall trust at scarlet ibis had a come in come in with a <laughs> ring <laughs> right and deliver this ring to you right and you had to catch it Somebody on camera and you had to, it had to be caught on camera with the proper lighting and a whole team of people to make sure that your makeup good, your camera work good, your videography on point. So now she know you're going to propose and you all turn it into an online think, event. No, because, and, and to add to that, you know, social media is about selling a package and you are the package. So when you get into a relationship for your, your, your page to remain as vibesy, or thank you, as lit, that that little last season, huh? all right, cool. Um, so you mean I, I am gray. I don't I don't know what this season. <laughs> for, your, for your page to remain as trending as it was when you were single, you need to have that level of content to continue to keep the persons who follow you interested. 
Hashtag relationship goals. Yeah. So, and I have seen recently an upsage, as you said, Ricard, when you, in the proposals. You know, you know you, you, there's a certain <laughs> place in Chagramas that a friend of mine has to work every weekend setting the stage for a perfect proposal. Or having your brethren go to a remote beach in Manzanilla for you to fly over in a plane for the woman to see, will you marry me in coconut shells on the beach? People going from waiting for second trimester to tell people that they're having a baby to do it um live on air um gender gender what is gender reveals the reveals yeah. hey hey I vibe so yeah. I, 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 I get I get DJ jumps to that so I can't knock it. So on top of the external pressures to re- the internal pressures with, uh, to get into a relationship, now men had a going thinking. It's not just wedding. I had to study. No, I had to study the, the proposal. The baptism, which now we had to rent out a upper, and then we had to bring in a DJ, and we have to be doing photo shoots when you almost make the baby because we need a pregnancy shoot, and we hey, need hey, a. Hey, I am, what I'm I saying think, is, I, I'm looking forward just saying. I ain't, I ain't jumping nobody work, you know. At the end of the day, but right now, public relationships are an entire industry. Yeah, but it yeah, goes against correct, yeah. everything that a relationship is because a relationship is such a <laughs> private thing that. That if it is to last, and and if both people are to to benefit or to survive it, it needs a lot of introspection. It needs work. It's actual work. It's not just optics. And and that's another thing that relationships present day, not even with generations younger than us. Eh? Uh, people my age caught up in that that loop too. Our age. So it's 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 taking away from the the effort and the time that you spend on the actual relationship um and it's taken the focus away from the effort and time that you would spend on the actual relationship i've i've, I've seen relationships where both people are on the bed on their phones on their socials mm-hmm. and they don't speak to each other right it's no, literally send, send DM, send my DM. yeah no i mean i don't want to call names, but people in my family i've seen it and I can't understand it. Like, he's in the next room and you're, hey, yeah, good night, whatever, whatever. And, or they might, you know what? They argue. They argue. They, so they're not talking. But they will tag each other and things on Facebook. So, you know, the family doesn't know so-and-so fall out. Go to them and talk. But then if I go on Facebook, they're tagging each other and LOL and hearts. Whatever. And I'm like, there is a huge disconnect between what is really going on and what is and the time that you're taking on on your social media go on sit down and talk to your wife go on we, talk to your husband hey, we live in for the gram yeah we are living for the gram yeah it's kind of like a virtual reality situation so this this reality that we talking about here in this this podcast it's the secondary right you um you interact with these boys this this generation do you talk to them like about this and uh, uh, like about the real aspect of this because i'm listening Always. to all of this and it just sounds so exhausting it's, you know it, it, i think yeah, it, it just is. sounds so exhausting and um but when you do do uh, as teachers do you all talk to them about this and and what really is real and what really is important and what sort of response do you get yeah, I talk to my boys all the time, um, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, I, I always start the process in first form, but by the time they have me in the upper school, they know we're we talking about stuff. Then I teach English, so my, my subject lends itself, my, my subject lends itself to, um, to that kind of talk outside of, because English is everything. Um, it's everywhere, <laughs> not to plug. 
But um, it's the responses often like this. English is lit. It is lit. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The responses is um, it gets better. It gets more. Um, it's it's a deeper response the older they get. Um, and it takes and 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 they do need people talking to them. Mm -hmm. Um, it helps a lot when when people outside of the realm of, of teaching talk to them about it too so we will have people who about social media management and whatever come and talk to them and mm-hmm. you'd see the light bulbs go off um but in terms of what i described there with that obsession with with that as a reality um we talk to them a lot but that's how my my school is that's the culture um to talk to them right through and incorporate everything in every subject um, what what one experience I've had that made me realize that 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 is happening on a serious level is a student who he had a kind of a psychosis. His parents came in and explained to us that he's sleeping in class. He's zoned out. We think sleeping, but it's just zoned out, low energy. Um, so we were thinking some kind of sleep disorder. Maybe he gaming. Usually they gaming all night when that happens. Mm-hmm. His mom comes in and he tells she tells us the deeper they dig they realize that this that we are in right now is not his reality. His reality that he's living for is in the gaming world that he, the game that he's playing. And he lives for that. And everything else is a pause, is a juncture. So just how it's flipped for us. I might want to play my game or go and and pick back up where I started. That's how he sees what was going on here. Um, and it was the same thing for his social media. So he has no care for what's going on in this realm. It's, it's not important. Wow. Um, he eats and he was losing weight too because even that was getting kind of sketchy because he eats in the game and all of that. Wow. He's in form two, form three. So that was when we started to realize collectively how serious this other landscape, this other reality is. For these children and, and then feed into relationships. If, if you think nothing of this world, then you think nothing of the relationships you have here. Mm-hmm. So it, it's serious. It's, it's more serious for some than others, but to some degree, to varying degrees, there's a huge value placed on that world. Um, and and they, they don't really know how to invest in real relationships, human relationships, as, as well as they invest in Farmville and these entire different call of duties yeah yeah that's 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 the thing (laughs) so yes yes maria we do talk to them and it is very frustrating and it's sometimes disheartening but Mm. um but you see this pandemic it has made i've seen them value people and 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 humans even more so right there is benefit coming out of 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 that yes yeah excellent I want to ask um, one more question. Go ahead, Carly. No, I was going to say that one benefit to the influence of technology in relationships is that you could actually use technology to initiate a relationship. Because I know that um, is it still startup, or is it um, start start a sizzle? Yeah, I just um, it's it's still the same when you type in startup, it, it reroutes to start a sizzle. But I wanted to bring in my film as well, so my film website is Sizzle Island, and I have startup, so I just merge the two. But yeah, it still right. has the, the matchmaking functionality there. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, there's starter sizzle. So S T H E R T 2 S I Z Z L E.com. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, is we do have to throw the baby 
water. The bath water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that actually comes to my, my fat final question, which I'm going to ask Maria to lead off on, is because, uh, you know, you know, love any time of cholera for the literary. Yeah. Um, you know, we have love any time of COVID. Um, in terms of just um, asking Maria to kick off, in terms of advice for people to make connections during this time, what do you all think? What do you think, Maria, and, and anybody else afterwards? Yeah, I will definitely always advocate because, um, uh, and we have seen a thrust um, in, with people joining because um, we can't meet and interact as we used to. Um, you know, the Friday after work kind of line kind of thing, we can't do that so much anymore. Uh, well, I, 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 at all for most people. And um, so therefore we have these platforms, these online dating platforms like ours, um, gel and ours, statusisall.com. And I would advocate for it because this site, um, it's primarily for single professionals um, uh, who are from like late 20s, early 40s and, and beyond. And we we are hardworking, you know, we uh, get into our work and our careers, etc. But life, as I know Gia would say as well, it's balance and you need that kind of, you need that, that love and, and something I need to remind myself about because I get caught up so much in work and trying to get this business up and running, but it, it needs to also unplug and, you know, cater to this. So, yeah, I think it's very important, yeah. Yeah, I will follow up as well. Um, definitely important to make connections. And I think as Ricardo was saying, you know, we have to use the technology to our advantage. Um, COVID is going to be here for quite a long time. I think it's going to be like the common cold where we just kind of have to live with it, but hopefully we'll find a, a way one day where we'll be able to just take a pill to manage the symptoms. Yes. <laughs> um, that's my hope. Uh, but until then, you know, just to, to use what is available to us. I mean, even apart from, you know, our site, which you find a lot of people doing more apps, a lot of people signing up to more online uh, dating sites and even without doing that you have a lot of stories of people who said yeah i just saw this person and thought they were cute on facebook or instagram and i messaged them and now we're happily married or whatever you know so um because <laughs> there's a meme i don't know if any of you have have seen it and it says for the people who got together with somebody by messaging hi how did you write the hi you know because <laughs> people because people are really still seeking i think even more so we're looking for the connection so i definitely um, would just encourage people to try you know um our dating sites if they're serious um also just try reaching out to people it's very easy to become isolated in this time just reach out you know just talk to people and you never know and someone just talking to someone else they might be able to link you with someone whether that is professionally or personally in terms of a relationship yeah i i endorse um i love the idea jill and maria um i think more and more no and i think as a, a culture it's trinidadians tend to we're social beings and yeah. and i think we still need we still haven't fully tapped into how technology could facilitate that um and in terms of connecting even romantically online, um, I think it's something that we we as a culture don't probably have not has have not really tapped into yet. But I have so many friends abroad that have met their significant other in 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 websites and social sites like that. Um, and I think the the control that you all have certain things in place in terms of professionals, mm-hmm. etc., are kind of streamline something. 
adds to to the appeal in that regard because just as you were saying before with the the um the the dating thing that you had before jail speed um, dating speed dating mm-hmm. <laughs> to find 15 eligible men okay. and all that right so it's <laughs> it's great i love the initiative and i think definitely in times of covid covid has shown us that we really do need people right yeah and we need love i mean it sounds vulnerable to say but human well, beings need love, yeah. it's love. Yeah. Sweet i love the soundtrack that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely lovely initiative good stuff thank you thank you <laughs> Yeah, and don't forget you could also get your relationship support, you know, um, professionally. Mental health help online exists at IV.com. That is I-V-I-E-Y.com. Because between you and me, being stuck in the house, working from home with the person you love, is it, it still requires help, right? Oh, yeah. it, it's an additional effort. It requires help, you know. They say everything in moderation. And sometimes that also means time. So if you need support... There are outlets available, you know, so just making sure that we put that out there too. For anybody who stick around long enough for the entire show, they get a little nugget at the end there. <laughs> if, you, if you're in love and need help, you could find it. And if you're looking for love, you could find it online as well. What, nice. what is the IV, I-V-E-Y? What does it stand for? I love acronyms. Is there an acronym? Um, it's, there? it's not an acronym. Oh, it's just That's IV just as in IV. Yeah, but uh, I thought he had something. Why? Well, there's actually a great story. We, Aaron and I, interviewed Ivy.com last week on the Living Room 868 at SoundCloud. So you could probably check out the episode there if if you want to get the backstory. Shameless plugging. Will do. Boom. (laughs) Wow. But I want to also train a little plug in terms of. The, what we highlight in terms of social media and the dangers and opportunities of our last episode that we talked about data science. Very, very interesting. Um, something to take in. Um, I'll probably ask Mr. A to take us out. Aaron? Um, well, I know a question was posed earlier and just to, just to quickly say it, the avenues are there for us. Let's try to utilize it as much as possible, all right? Um, this has been the extended episode of Inquisitive Minds. And you know, I want to take this opportunity to thank our three beautiful guests. Flash. Sion, <laughs> Maria, and Jill. Thank you, ladies, for spending this time with us on a Sunday evening. Thank you for having You're us. Welcome. Thanks for having You're us. You're very welcome. Thank you. thank you. And to my other two handsome co-hosts, Woo! Ricardo and Brendan. Tee <laughs> What? Thank you all very much. <laughs> you know, and we continue to ask the important questions why, right? So you can check us out on anchor.fm, just search for Inquisitive Minds. And we are also available on your favorite podcast apps as well. Just search for Inquisitive Minds. Wherever you put an S, put a Z. Put a Z.